Hello, everyone. Welcome to 365 My Life, the program Run Your Life Like a Business. I am your host today, Shamira Cole, and I will be taking you through this amazing journey on how to change your life in 365 days. So a bit about um, this journey, I would like to start off with a scripture, um, Psalms 34, 14, seek peace and pursue it. So the reason I'm starting off with this is because it's plain and simple. I remember when I really wanted to change the aspects of my life, I saw the scripture and it really rang bells to me. So granted, this is not the whole scripture, but this is a portion of it. Seek peace. What is peaceful to you in your life? Once you identify what is peaceful to you, then pursue it. That simple. So I'd like to reintroduce myself. My name is Shamira Cole. I am a filmmaker by heart. I am a real estate professional by trade and a life strategist by experience. Why 365 my life? Well, let's explore this question right now. You will start being in control of your life. You establish a business plan for your life. It will help you identify your purpose. It will teach you how to run your life with a business mindset. You will learn how to aim for your desired best life. You will be confident in yourself, your ask, and your decision-making. You will begin to live in the present moment, and you will never have to pay for a life coach ever again. Why life planning? Okay. It creates structure in your life. It gets you from point A to point B and all the way to point Z. It creates balance and purpose-driven thinking. So I'd like to share a story on how we plan our life. And this, some, this is something not new. We actually have been on a life plan ever since we were kids. So in elementary school, you know, we were on a life plan all the way to graduate to high school. Our parents, our mentors, our families also supported us during this life plan. But even though from elementary school all the way to high school was a long-term plan, we can say 12 years, we had different short-term goals between then. So, for example, you may have a short-term goal to make friends, to pass this test, to study really hard, to join this organization, or to go on vacation to Disney World during the summertime. These were many micro short-term goals in the midst of a long-term goal. We have the exercise, our, we mentally have the exercise to aim and to plan our life, but sometimes that falls to the wayside once we graduate um, high school or, or even college. We just kind of gotta figure things out in a different way. Why adopt a business mindset? When embracing a business mindset, the framework of you know 365 wants you to understand that you can look at things differently through a business perspective. So business mindset is mastering time management, establishing firm boundaries, navigating seasonal changes, staying focused and consistent. But first, we got to figure out if this program is right for you. 
So are you spiraling? Do you have unclear direction, feeling uncertain about life direction, um, lacking clarity? Are you limited um, self-awareness, have limited understanding of your strengths, weaknesses, and personal values? Are you stressed and overwhelmed, juggling various responsibilities such as career, relationship, and personal growth? Are you lack, do you have lack of focus, struggling with maintaining focus and consistency in pursuing your goals? Do you have limited support network, feeling a lack of support or guidance, navigating um, challenges? Sometimes, you know, people just don't understand what we're going through. Mindset challenges. Are you facing limited belief? Are you negative? Do you have a negative pattern? Do you have low confidence? Do everything have to be counted with a negative response when things are looking positive? Difficulty goal, difficulty of goal achievement with goal achievement. Are you struggling with setting meaningful goals, staying motivated and taking consistent action towards them? Less mindfulness and presence. Are you finding it hard to be present and mindful of your daily life, leading to increased stress? Are you stopping to smell the roses or are you on this go, go, go attitude? If you are, you can start today. So the thing about 365, my life's program, Run Your Life Like a Business, isn't supposed to have you work endlessly and ignore other aspects of your life. It's about creating a balance and it's about being intentional with the decisions that you're making every day. So I want to share a story about me. We're going to get a little detailed about why I started this program and why I feel like if you're feeling any of those signs of spiraling, this program might be right for you. Life is like a box of pizza. That was something that really hit me hard when I was going through my changes of wanting to change my life. I remember just sitting down somewhere and I was just thinking about my life, like where did I go wrong or how did I end up here? And I feel like God gave me the vision of a box of pizza and all the slices look so good and they smelled so amazing. But it was just one particular slice that I was chewing on and chewing on and chewing on. And it was all wrinkly, had holes in it. It was a little, it was, it was already done, basically. However, I chose to chew on that slice of pizza. The other slices were untouched. So then I realized and I explored that, wow, my life, my mental state, I am more than my career. That slice of pizza ended up being my career as a metaphor that I was just only focusing on career, career, career. Every time you had a conversation with me, it had to be something about my job, breaking into the industry. It created a unhealthy repetitiveness with me. So as I explored myself, I went ahead and realized there's so much more to me other than a career. I realized I wanted to more personal growth and learn different things, maybe learn a different language. I wanted to get married and date. I want to contribute and give back. I wanted to take vacation on like a leisure um, experience rather than always for work. I wanted to grow deeper in my spiritual life and just be 
just have a lot of self-awareness. I wanted to be healthy and just be able to activate what I wanted to do in a healthy spirit. And also I wanted to get into investments. So I filled the other slices of pizza around me. What about you guys out there? If you could outline different areas of your life, write it down, write it in the chat. I wanna hear what areas of your life that you want to explore that you haven't had a chance. On a different note, similar to running your life like a business, I realized that I wasn't on a proper schedule. I just took things as they came. And I also believe I, re I realized that businesses, they have to hit quota. So another part of me, like I said, I'm a real estate um, professional by trade. In the real estate industry, managing different assets you have to make sure that you're hitting these goals and you're on schedule. So in my company, we have something called operational calendar. And this means that anything that's coming up like taxes, renewal, budgets, review, we have to make sure that we're seeing the forecast and make sure that we're getting all the proposals and all of the um, invoices in check so that we can get that together. So for example, I have January, for my personal um, life operational calendar, car registration, real estate license renewal, you know, dentist appointments, different things that will affect my life that I need, I put on the um, annual calendar. These are things that I need to make sure that I'm prepared for because it comes up every year. So financial obligations I need to be prepared for and so forth. Also, there's monthly budget. Once I started to understand the money that I was making and where every dollar was going, I was able to really live my best life. I was able to manage and understand my finances and I wasn't making a lot of money. So when I start managing my budget, I realized I need to make some more money. So that's a very important task as well. Also, there's something called action item lists. So after we, I do meetings with my real estate um, and my real estate business, there's action items that I need to make sure that I fulfilled within 30 days. So I put them on the list and I go through that list in a 30 days um, schedule to make sure that I'm getting them done. I also want to point out that there are four pillars in our life. And these are emotional pillars. As you are taking your journey, you're gonna realize that these four pillars are very, um, very important. So we have love, happiness, peace, and protection. Just wanna jump back over to the signs that you're spiraling. If any of these are happening to you, if you're unclear, self, limited self-awareness, stress, lack of focus, etc. If any of these things are happening with you, it means that your four pillars are affected. So you could start navigating and pinpointing where you're um, feeling, where you're lacking. We must treat these four pillars as as a business. So for example, you have love, the absence of loving something or being loved. 
happiness, the absence of spiritual, physical, emotional joy, peace, the absence of spiritual stability and calmness, inner or outer, protection, the absence of safety or feeling alone or loneliness. These are the pillars of our life. So if you're ever in a situation where you go somewhere and you just feel really uneasy, you have to explore which pillar was affected. Is somebody say a comment to you and interrupt your happiness or your peace you just gotta really dig deep and figure out okay what happened in this situation and which pillar did it affect just like a business businesses have pillars and at every cost they will protect it legally so for businesses there's service reputation money and insurance they will protect their pillars legally and they will protect their pillars openly to make sure that nothing is going to affect their reputation, their service that they're providing, the money that they're getting, and the insurance, the protection. So we must operate the same way. And that is something called boundaries. <laughs> also, guys, I just want to share real quick the 365 My Life Signature Method. So we create our life, we um, divide our life into three categories. We have myself, my career, and my ministry. Myself is really the emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical health. I tell everybody, you only have one body. So at the end of your 10-year plan, which we are aiming to do that, but if you're writing in your 10-year plan that you want to get an award or you want to be accepted and you want to like travel the world, that's going to happen because you're going to write it down and you're going to execute this uh, method. However, if you are not really working on yourself and you have a lot of baggage and trauma, at the end of your 10-year plan, once you're reaching your goal and your highest potential, you don't want to be fighting with the demons in the back of your head. You don't want to be bitter, right? And we have seen that so many times in the media where you think these celebrities are living their best life, but they're committing suicide or they're just bitter and mean. So you want to make sure that your myself section is all intact and working on the different things that you're going through in yourself. My career, my career is basically financial growth and also um, pro um, professional growth, like getting your certificates, goal setting, networking, connection, also, just making sure that you make enough money so that you can invest in real estate or invest in your best life. Because later in life, you don't want to be um, working until you're 80, right? You want to make sure that you're um, comfortable and you can do the things that you enjoy. Um, I also, with my career section, we have the mentality of like how a startup gets started. The creator of the startup would start a business, they create this app. And also they have an exit plan, even in real estate. they all, We always talk about our exit plan before we start a deal. So in my career section, you want to really focus on your exit plan of the job in that particular season or even like your retirement. Like how are you going to exit to your retirement? Are you saving enough money? How Where are you going from there? So that is what my career section is really um, for. And then my ministry. My ministry is mainly about hobbies and activities and basically the things that you want to do for your purpose. My ministry is ongoing. 
My ministry is not something that you are making money right now doing. It's not paying your bills, but it's something that you would wake up in the morning and do every day. You have a love and hate relationship with it. You're mad at it tonight, but in the morning you're back in its arms. So you're discovering your purpose in this um, section. You're pursuing your dreams. You're nurturing your creativity. And eventually, hopefully your ministry, if you're like a artist, becomes your career later in life. So you learned a little bit about the 365 My Life Method. That's great. So now we have to build your life into a way that you want it to be built. Like you, We want you to live your best life. So how do we get there? Well, just how this cake is, this cake is beautiful, we can't start with the cake that you have right now, which is you. We have to start over. We have to start with new ingredients. We got to really get to the bottom of why you are the way you are and why you're in this situation right now. So stage one, discovering your inner self. So as you are navigating your 365 life, my life, you're going to have to take a step back to memory lane. Visit your childhood self. What did you desire? What did they like to enjoy? What made them feel that things were, um, they could do the impossible? How did they feel when they did things, um, did fun things? Start really examining your younger self. I always like to tell people, go back to the day where you didn't need everybody around you to have a good time. I remember waking up and going outside and having the best time in my yard, playing with the grass, the flowers, climbing trees by myself. I really didn't need anybody to help me have fun. And it was great to have friends come over occasionally, but I could use my imagination and just really, really enjoy the things I enjoyed. Also, during this time, what kind of foods did you like as a child? What we're doing is we're trying to create that feeling again. The feeling of that you're safe, that you know you don't have any worries like in life. That feeling as a child where you didn't have to worry about bills like your parents did, but you weren't like there trying to figure out oh what you're going to eat the next day. So go back to that space. Also, in step one, while you're rediscovering your inner happy um any inner happy self. Look at old photos, read your old journals, meditate on positive things people said about you. What did, how did you act when you were the most free? What did you believe? What do you want to become? What sparked your passion for X, Y, and Z? How did you have fun? Again, you can use the notebook that you, you can download from my website and start really brainstorming of all these things that really made you um, happy and made you feel free as a child. Granted, right now we're creating your happy list. This list is only used when, say that you're having a bad day after work and you're like, you know what? A snicker bar always brings a smile on my face. When you're going through trauma in life, and sometimes if, if it's constant trauma, we need a rope that can pull us out of that, right? So this is what the happy list will do. Step two, your past decade. 
write out the last 10 years. Look and review the photos, read your journals, just meditate on sad and good memories. So just like a business plan, and this is basically what we're creating, if you haven't noticed, a business plan for your life. Um, in this program, or in like in life, in the business plan, businesses, we have to know the history of you. So for example, what did your business do in the last five years? What was the um, numbers, right? So if somebody is going to invest in you, they want to know your track record. So right now you're creating a track record for your life. What was the last 10 years like? Did you get a job at this um, company? Did you become an aunt or uncle? Did you graduate? Did there Was there a death? Write the negative things, the um, bad, the sad, everything. On my, one of my, on my year from seven, um, 2017, I wrote, I cried all year. That's all I could write because I was really sad that year. I just felt like my life was in shambles and I was just not making things happen for me. So also there's a method that you can use You can um, to get rid of the sadness to get you moving towards and identify the pain through the last 10 years. So you can acknowledge, accept it, forgive it, and forget it. And you can say that to any single obstacle that you're feeling every time you think about the past. Along with step three, we have something I like to say, dissection is correction. So as you're looking at your 10-year plans, you can start seeing like a, a system, like if there's multiple friendships that were, you know, broken, or there was drama here, drama there, or different setbacks with careers. And you're like, man, how did I lose that job? Or what happened in that job? And you start really looking through your 10-year plans, you're going to notice um, different triggers, setbacks, habits, and themes and perceptions. So this is the feel wheel where you can use to figure out like, okay, in this moment, I felt betrayed, I felt hopeless, neglected. And you start really start identifying the triggers and the things that set you back during this time. So this is very important because we have to understand ourselves as well. If we have an issue with talking so much, gossiping, tearing somebody else down, and then wonder why no one wants to be our friends, well, this is probably one of the things that you probably need to change and identify. Do this on your own. You don't you don't need everybody to be in your business if you're kind of embarrassed and you want to ignore things. But this is something for you to self-reflect on habits that you need to change. Like what kind of behaviors and routines do you develop over time? Are you always a person that's negative and you develop um, that from somebody because you hung out with them, Right. Did you um, think about your obstacles and challenges, like the failures, like what happened in this particular situation? So yes, go deep with this one. Also, we have triggers and setbacks again, where you can use the 365 My Life workbook and really kind of write down the different things that you regretted uh, not doing, the things that you learned this month, et cetera, to really, really get your mind thinking. Um, also, also, you can let think about the events, the cycles, the loops that keep on encountering, the rhythms, are you a broken record, etc. Just like what I said before, this is a time to really go deep within yourself and to like really identify your habits. 
after you do that, you mourn your past self, not your skills or knowledge. But the mourning season of your life is where you can accept the fact that, yeah, I lost this friendship. Yeah, I ruined this um, opportunity and I'm going to mourn it and I'm going to let it go. That is not me anymore. That happened two years ago, five years ago, or even last month. I am stepping into my new life with 365 My Life, right? So it's like at this, this day forward, moving forward, you can really move forward to your best life by mourning your past. The things that made you feel less than, the things that you are holding on to, you can get rid of it. I have a friend who really had to go through this mourning season because they lost the opportunity and it, they held on to it for five years. And five years later, he woke up and was like, man, I'm not that same person five years ago. So he went out and he started to do it again, but with a different mindset. So I like to also explain when it comes to mourning your past and not your skill set, become green again. If you want to go back out into the filmmaking world, like for example, I can use me as an example, I wanted to get back into filmmaking, but I didn't want to come in the capacity that I was at. The, the, the capacity where I was, I was depressed, I was sad, it was not working. But this time I said, you know what? I'm going to go back into the industry, even though I feel triggered. I used to be so triggered that going, driving past a certain grocery store triggered me because as an assistant, I had a bad experience there. So I had to change my mindset and realize, you know what? I'm not that same person anymore. I'm going to go into this industry again, green and willing to learn different things and different methods, but I'm not going to be ignorant to my skill set, meaning like I'm not going to mess up. I'm, I'm very knowledgeable. That's something that I develop, but I'm going to be green and say, yes, sure. Right. So breaking free from limiting habits and be honest. So in this same section, guys, I want to shift our mindset to be honest. This is the be honest section. You're like, I'm not willing to tolerate this. Dissection is reflection now. Before I die, I want to experience future lifestyle wish list. So this is basically going in deeper into finding our purpose and understanding ourselves in the process. I am not willing to tolerate this. So again, as I said, be green as you enter different fields that you want to probably try again that didn't work before. I'm not willing to tolerate the disrespect, right? So being a person who was afraid, an assistant who was afraid to drive by a grocery store, a certain grocery store because it triggered me, I wasn't ta- I wasn't willing to tolerate that in this next life. I wanted I I res- I wanted respect basically, you know? So refusing to tolerate disrespect or abusive behavior from others, setting boundaries and refusing to tolerate toxic relationships and friendships taking a stand against discrimination and justice, rejecting, compromising um, situations, etc. Whatever it is to you, you start identifying like, you know what, I've been treated like this and I'm willing not to tolerate that anymore, but you're going to respect me or you have the choice to remove yourself from the situation. Always know that. You have the choice to remove yourself from any situation that's not serving you.
future lifestyle wish list. So this is the fun part. After you go through the morning, after you identify your triggers, your setbacks, what what makes you tick. Um, for example, just to go back to like, you know, the whole situation, the tolerating situation. Sometimes, you know, certain things will happen and you get triggered and you ruin the situation. Like sometimes there's people that would build a bridge and they were burning down at the same time because they couldn't really see themselves living their best future life. So as you are aiming and just sitting down reflecting after going through your 10 year plan on past life, it's time to create a wish list. So what do you want to be? How do you want to feel? How do you want to live? So these are really important questions that you need to ask yourself. How do you want to live in this next life? Do you want to live paycheck to paycheck? Do you care? Or do you, are you the type of person that wants stability and want to be comfortable? Do you want a nine to five because you don't want to worry about the next paycheck and your future life in the next 10 years, right? Or even after the next 10 years. So be honest with yourself in this um, situation. Don't worry about what your friends are doing. Don't worry about your passion and how, what drives you. Focus on you, your inner needs. What do you desire and how do you desire to live? Also, before I die, I want to experience. This is along with the wish list. Like, do you want to go skydiving, travel to different locations, or become a pilot? So in this particular section, as you're doing your brain dump of like everything that you want to do before you die, you have to really ask yourself, number one, is this realistic? And then rate it. Do you really want to do it? So you can rate it from one to 10 and then put it in its proper category, career. So for the pilot situation, it can be a my ministry or it can be a career situation. Like my ministry, it might be something that you just want to do as a hobby that you think is cool, but you don't really want to fly for a living or you want to be a pilot for a major airline. So that's how you kind of organize your time, your energy and your money, which is a big thing that we're going to um, that I want to express a bit further in this um, lesson. So. As you do your brain dump, you're doing everything that you want to do. You're listing everything that you want to do before you die. That's the point of the brain dump. And then you're going to dissect because dissection is reflection, which is you're going to figure out, okay, now that I have everything on paper, I got it out my system. I'm looking at it. Do I even have the time, energy, or money to complete this goal? And the reason I say that is because when I first did this, I was like, man, I had 10 different novels on my list. I had uh, probably 100 different film projects that I had on my list. And my list was overwhelming. It really kind of like, it was two pages. And I tell people to keep their list between 25 and 42 um, lists of things that they want to do before they die. Because realistically, guys, it's only one of us. And we're not trying to go crazy to achieve every single thing on the list. And it's unrealistic to achieve a lot of big goals, right? So what we have to do is go to go through every single goal and ask yourself, do I have the time, energy, and money? Do I want to, and sorry, do I want to spend, that's the key word, spend the time, energy, and money? Because you might not have the money, but you're willing to save your money to do it. You might not have the time, but you're willing to make time. And you might not have the energy, but you're willing to gain the energy to accomplish the goal. 
also, you got to ask yourself, what do I love about this goal? Also, is it the full picture or a scene? For example, with my story ideas, a certain idea will pop in my head and I'm like, oh, that's a good movie. Oh, I love that idea. I want to achieve it. However, when I actually dissect it, I realize, hmm, where's the story? There's no story to make up a whole 100 page script. So was I willing to spend the time to do it? No. Was I willing to spend the energy? Eh, I didn't have the energy. The money? Heck no. I'd rather do all of that on things that I really, really desire to do. So guess what? That two-page um, list that I created became a nice one-page list, and I was happy with um, what I came up with. So same thing with you. What kind of um, goals that you have on your list that you really need to dissect? And if the goals are hitting the time, energy, and money, then, hey, it's worth it. So l- let me ask you in the chat. How are you um, aiming for your best life? Is the time, energy, or money, do that um, matter to you? Which one matters the most to you? And which one do you have? I'm willing, I'm interested in hearing what everybody has to say about that. Also, even with a goal, you got to think about the type of drama surrounding the goal. Like, is it going to be a lot of drama just to get it done? Do you have to talk to Tom, Dick, and Harry? Are you willing to talk to Mary, Sally, Sue? Like, is it even your calling? Is God calling you to do it? Do you have a love and hate relationship with a goal? For example, filmmaking is a love and hate. Acting is a love and hate relationship because you get so many no's, but then when you get that one yes, it's worth it. Like, do you have a love and hate relationship with the goal that you want to achieve? So this is another section for you to just meditate and sit back and just, you know, relax and figure out, okay, let me be honest with myself. So I want to share a short story that I heard from a YouTuber and she explained how she went off to coast of an island and she went surfing and she woke up in the middle of the ocean surrounded by nothing but water and no no, no land in sight. And she sat there and she started freaking out, but then she started sinking. So she relaxed her body tremendously so that she can float the way that she was floating. At that time, the sun was setting and she started to see the stars. So she saw the Big Dipper and she was like, man, well, if I'm if this is my last moments, I might as well enjoy God's creation. So she's watching and looking at the stars and she had a notion inside of her, which I believe was the Holy Spirit. And it told her to go in the direction of the handle. So. She decided to swim in the direction of the handle, but if you've ever been in the beach, it's very difficult to swim in open water in a beach setting because the waves push you out further. So she realized this was an obstacle. So she turned her back towards the um, direction where the handle was going and she swam very, very gently. And when a wave came, she pushed herself like a frog motion further out towards where the handle was pointing. So she had to basically swim like a frog, very gentle until a wave came and then she pushed really hard towards the um, handle. She said that it took her about two or three hours to do this until she hit solid ground. 
she got up on the ground and she ran and she saw her friends. The police officers were there and they all hugged each other and they were crying because they thought that she was a goner. So in this lesson and in this story, it really touched me because so often that we're always moving and trying to figure things out, but sometimes we gotta be silent, right? We have to be still in the midst of the things that's going on around us. And when God gives us a vision and when he gives us a sense of purpose of where we need to go, we so often wanna run towards it and sad enough, you know, sometimes we fail in that moment. But in this lesson that I liked about her is sometimes it's like you have to be still in the midst of like going towards your goal. And even though your goal, like she said, the handle pointed her in the um, direction, even though her goal was very um, not clear because granted, she had to go towards a section that she didn't know land was there. She couldn't see no land, but she had the faith. So number one, she took the action. And number two, she had to learn how to swim in that process. So that's basically what I'm saying right now. As you're taking actions towards your best life, you're going to have to learn how to swim and navigate and not give up. Just how this girl did not give up in the middle of the ocean, you cannot give up in the middle of the ocean. And also, you have to make ripple effects. So if you're being still enough where things are not moving, start moving your arms. That's what she had to do. When she started swimming, waves started moving her. And she started to learn how to swim in the midst of the ripple effects that she was creating. So just wanted to share that story. And also, I wanted to um, let you guys know that the most important thing of this method, of 365 method, is myself, my career, and my ministry. Use this brain dump, um, your big ideas worksheet to organize your ideas or your life goals into these categories. Once you organize it into these categories, you're going to see your life change in a tremendous way. And you're going to see how you can handle or have a handle on the different aspects of your life. So if you want to make it easier, you can write 10 myself goals, 10 my career goals, and 10 my ministry goals. That's um, that's enough. That's 30 goals for you to start with, right? Because we want a minimum of 25 to 42. But like we can't have every, um, you can't have my career goals oversaturated and not enough myself because it really starts with myself. All right, so this is the end of the lesson, guys. You guys are business plan ready. Of course, I have a book called 365 My Life, an easy guide on how to improve workflow and to accomplish your goals in 365 days. Make sure that you get that on Amazon or even on 365 My Life website. Also, there's a workbooks that you guys may have purchased is run your life like a business. You can get all this material to really aim for the best life. The key points to take away from here is be honest with yourself and what you desire, mourn your past, live presently in the present, and practice makes perfect, right? But before you guys go, I feel like we should have a, another conversation about how we can work together. I know that was a lot of information and I just wanna know now that we are closing, I'm taking some questions right now. 
who got a ton out of it. So I'm looking, I see Amber, I see Keisha, I see Lauren. Okay, Ryan. Oh, nice, Michael. Okay, perfect. Thank you guys so much for your support. I'm really, um, I am really motivated by or really love this program because it's something that really changed my life. Um, I just want to know how you can be a part of the, um, well, I know that I showed you part of the blueprint. So I just want to share more information with you on how we can work together and do this together.